All right. Well, good morning, everyone. This is Pastor Jung here at Faith Lutheran Church in Moore Park, California, and we are back yet again. Small Catechism Live Thursday, uh, wherever, however, in which way ever you are listening to this, at what time ever. God's blessings to you this day, and um, what a great, what a great segment we have today um, on uh, as we continue on with the Small Catechism uh, with the Apostles' Creed. And uh, that is something that I think uh, we all uh, need to know uh, for ourselves, not only uh, memorize it, but also the meaning of it as we continue in this life of the faith. And um, I pray that your day has been going well and that this word will indeed uh, edify and benefit you as you are again rooted by the creed in the one true faith. Let us pray. Dearly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you uh, for this time together. Lord, we know that in you we have our refuge and strength. That by your grace, in your name, you lead us by your merciful promise. Bless us this day as we feed on your word. And may this word grant to us the comfort um, and the perseverance of this faith um, as we live under your care. But for all these things, we are thankful. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. So today, the question is for you. If someone asks you, uh, who is God, uh, what will you say? Who is God? If they ask, hey, Mike, uh, let's say a metaphoric Mike, right? <laughs> or hey, Jim. Or hey, Joan. Uh, who is God? Now, I think in, in, in those, uh, in that very question, I think it can go in many different ways, can't it? When someone asks you who is God, I think in our mind, it's like my, my desk, which is disheveled and messy and and disorganized. <laughs> and it's like when we hear that question, who is God, we go through that Rolodex and say, okay, what, what am I going to say on the spot? How do I go about it? What am I going to say? And, 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 and a lot of times when we're asked that question, who is God, what happens? There is this two, basically these two trains of, of, uh, of railroad tracks, in a sense, right? Uh, the first one would be, uh, when someone asks you who is God, uh, quickly uh, you will go on to try in your best and most sincere efforts into trying to explain to someone who uh, the one true God is. Uh, but yet, as, as though we won't go through every scenario of how we would uh, say that, quickly, I think, uh, I always equate it to, um, if I need my, um, kind of my picture of these red squiggly lines which show us kind of a rabbit trail of how we explain who God is. It always reminds me of uh, the picture of spaghetti. I know spaghetti is white or yellowish, but with sauce, it kind of looks red like that. But my point is, is that uh, when, when we say who is God, it becomes very, um, something like this is something like that. And um, even in our best efforts, it can be very uh, messy. It can be very uh, disjointed. It can be very um, 
disconnected in, in so many different ways. Um, and this picture is uh, for someone, I, I think as you tell someone about God, um, it, it can be, it can come off in a very confusing way. And even, even more uh, confusing is soon enough, uh, as we ask this question, who is God, we get so many different answers, even, even contradictory answers uh, that we see in who people think their God is, right? Um, and soon enough, some questions would be like, oh, yes, I know, you know, I know there is a God out there. I'm not quite sure what that is. Uh, but um, if I do well enough, if I'm a good person, you know, if I follow the rules, uh, I'm pretty sure that if there is a God out there, uh, he would be happy with me. Uh, or other people would say, what about God? They would say, well, you know, um, you know, this is what God wants me to do and, and I ought to do it. And when I do it, I, I very well know uh, that, uh, that I have fulfilled his commandments and that um, I am in right standing with him, right? And there's so many ex- explanations of what people think God is rather than having a simple boom, bullet point, boom, this arrow, bullseye of who God is. Now, why is this important? It's not just for the evangelism moments in life, but also uh, for yourself, right? At the end of the day, Our goal in life, this life of faith, is to prepare in this life of faith uh, for um, that final breath. I know that sounds quite morbid, but at the end of the day, uh, when we ask ourselves who is God, we do not want to go down rabbit trails. We we do not want uh, to be like, it's something like this, it's something like that, you know. And and soon enough, honestly, uh, uh, we can infuse our own nature, our own perspective, uh, our maybe even of the world uh, that continues to uh, influence us in so many different ways, that can become, as I always call it, that pop culture Christianity or that Hallmarkian Christianity, you know, very, um, uh, these kind of philosophical platitudes about God rather than uh, boom, bullseye, boom, bullseye, boom, bullseye, because at the end, the bullseye is your, uh, is your clear assurance, Right? When we're jumbled up, when we're all spaghettied up um, in so many different ways, uh, it can go in, again, it can, it can go in so many different ways on our view of God. Now, who is God? The Apostles' Creed, we, we, uh, we confess this every Sunday at church. You ought to, if you haven't made it an exercise yet, to uh, confess this every single day, right? Um, to memorize it, you know, memorize it yourself and have your children memorize it um, and, 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 and confess it with them every single day. You know, it's not even memorization. I know, I know for my kids, you know, it was always uh, every night we say it together, but I never told them really or I never taught them to memorize it. But rather, after night after night, repetition after repetition, they simply uh, remembered it. They simply got it, right? So it's not necessarily you have to sit down and memorize it, but as you are getting to know it more, uh, get your catechism out, uh, read it, recite it, repeat it, um, and soon enough, you will memorize it. And that memory is very important because when we ask who is our God, we need to know the answer not only for people who ask, but also for ourself. 
because this is what our faith is. Remember, as we go back to the first commandment, uh, you shall have no other gods. Whatever is your refuge is your God. Now, we need to know what that refuge is, don't we? We need to know who our one true God is because if our refuge is something like this, something like that, something like this, something like that, as soon enough, that refuge becomes very uh, blurry, uh, very flimsy, uh, the foundation might change. Um, it might be built on something else rather than what the Word of God says. Um, and that refuge can become very uh, shaky at best. But who is God? The Apostles' Creed, based upon the Apostles' teachings. This apostolic creed shows us, creed, creer, credo, which means to believe, the creed shows us what we ought to believe. Or not what we ought to believe, but what we do believe right? And that's why the creed is so important. It's not just some archaic thing that happened, uh, um, uh, that was finally formula- formulated, I believe, uh, uh, latest to the 8th century uh, through its, uh, you know, uh, the, its revisions and, and, and all those things. Uh, but uh, it's not just an archaic thing. It's not just something that is not relevant anymore, but rather the creed points us to what is relevant in our life, and that is who is our God. We need to know this answer for ourselves, right? Not only for ourselves, but also 1 Peter 3.15, to defend the hope that is in us. And what is that hope? Who is God? That's the hope, right? That's why this portion of the small catechism is a vast important, just like every other part. Uh, but yes, this is what we're going through. So if someone asks you who is God and you, uh, your first thing is what? Spaghetti, right? That's your first instinct because us humans, you know, that's kind of how we are in our flesh. But as we study this creed in the next couple weeks, this is the bullseye, right? When we talk about bullseye, when we talk about all the other things about God, that bullseye is of utmost importance, right? It's all about the bullseye. Because what flows from the bullseye is not only who God is, but as we go over these verses real quick, there it shows you that who you are, who you live under, who purchased and bought you, and who leads you in this one true faith. It's all about, at the end of the day, the name, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, the one true God, three persons, bullseye. And that bullseye is for you. It's for you, right? No spaghetti, no rabbit trails, no something like this, no something like that, but rather, boom, who is God? Boom, creation, redemption, sanctification, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Psalms, Isaiah, 1 Corinthians. And, and here we see uh, uh, the, the quick and the boom, boom, boom bullet point of who God is, and that is where your refuge resides in the one true faith according to Holy Scripture. As God reveals through the Scriptures, uh, all Scriptures God breathes, 2 Timothy 3.16, who He is and what He has done and continues to do for each and every one of you. Who is God? That's why I said just earlier, 
to remember and memorize this creed because as you go on in your day, as you recite this creed on your way to work, as you recite this creed when you're going through certain things in life, as you're on break, as you're um, in your commute, as you're in traffic, as you wake up in the morning, as you sleep at night, uh, you always remember who you are under and according to Holy Scripture as God reveals himself to you in this way through the power of the Holy Spirit. So, bullseye, who is God? First, Psalm 33, 6 to 9. If you have your Bibles out, please look at it with me and read along. Psalm 33. Psalm 33. This is who your God is. This is your bullet point. All right. Psalm 33, verses 6 to 9. By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made, and by the breath of his mouth, all their hosts. He gathers the waters of the sea as a heap. He puts the deeps in storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spoke, and it came to be. He commanded, and it stood firm. Right? So here in Psalm 33, it shows who our God is, that he is the Lord of creation that he has made all things and he continues to provide for us in, in and we'll talk about this in the future, um, in our existence, um, in our daily bread, in our spiritual protection, and all this he does out of fatherly divine goodness without any merit or worthiness in me. A lot of people think, who is God? Well, if I'm God, he will be good to me and he'll give me all the prosper, prosperity and fortunes in this life. No, it's out of his merciful hand, out of his love for you. This is who your God is, right? The one who has created the heavens and the earth by his very word, by the power of his word. Do you know how powerful God is? I really don't. Like my fallen human sinful nature might, might uh, imagine how powerful he is, but you see, he's infinitely, infinitely, upon infinitely more powerful than I can ever explain God to be. Do, do you understand that? That's who your God is right? This is who you live under, your refuge, bullseye. He is the Lord of all creation. And if that wasn't good enough, what else is good is that this is your God who not only is the Lord of the creation, but he's also the Lord of the resurrection, that by his very death, Isaiah 53, if you could turn there, Isaiah 53 6. Isaiah 53, 6. A couple books later. Isaiah 53, 6. And this is uh, the prophet Isaiah, uh, hundreds of years before uh, Jesus uh, came into the flesh. Uh, there um, in the New Testament, here in the Old Testament, Jesus is in the Old Testament, by the way. Did you know that? I know. Boom, right? Anyways, Isaiah 53, 6. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord laid on him, that is Jesus, the iniquity of us all. Right? All we like sheep have gone astray. That is, uh, Isaiah is talking about sin. That in our nature, ever since the fall in Genesis 3 from our first parents, we all, by nature, um, have turned away. 
That is our nature, that wickedness, that rebellion. Uh, you were once dead in your trespasses, uh, uh, Ephesians 2, 1. And there in Isaiah 53, uh, he is prophesying what is to come. That the Lord laid on him the iniquity of us all. The Lord laid on Jesus our sin. Remember, as it says in 2 Corinthians, uh, he who knew no sin became sin for us. The Lord of the redemption. Right? And there, as our Lord is, He forgives you by the purchase price of His very own blood on the cross. He washes away your sin, purifies and cleanses you, and forgives you of all your sin. This is who your God is. Right? Jesus. That in our sin, that means... When we talk about a lot of people who say, who is God? And I said earlier, oh, you know, if we just, if we just are good and we do our best, I'm pretty sure uh, we have a place in the heavenly realm, right? Uh, a lot of people who are uh, more nebulous or just kind of a, they think there's a divine being out there, yet it's all about works, right? It's all about what you do. But yet, when we say who is God, we very well know our works uh, uh, do not bring salvation to the table. Rather, it is the Lord who brings salvation to us by His very blood. His Son, conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary. And here He bore the sins of the world so that we may have life in His name through the Lord of the resurrection, His death and resurrection, giving you the name to eternal life. All right? And lastly, as we talk about sanctification, right? So creation, who is our God? He creates things. He creates all things. Who is our God? He, he dies and rises for the sins of the world to meet the purchase price, right? That Jesus came uh, not to be served, but to serve as a ransom for many. That he is the greatest of all because he is the servant or the slave of all. And that is uh, that he is as we talked about a Bible study yesterday, enslaved to the will of the Father. That is, he is obedient unto his own death for you because he loves you so much that the only way that you could be with God is by his very own death because that is how uh, uh, dark and how separated we are because of our sin. Who is our Lord? He is the Lord of holiness. He is a Lord of sanctification. 1 Corinthians 12.3. Why don't we read that real quick? 1 Corinthians 12.3. If you have your Bible on, uh, please turn there. 1 Corinthians 12.3. And here we see um, in 1 Corinthians 12.3, I'll read it for you. Therefore, I want you to understand that no one speaking in the Spirit of God ever says Jesus is accursed. And no one can say Jesus is Lord except in the Holy Spirit. No one can say Jesus is Lord except in the Holy Spirit. It is the work of the Holy Spirit, right? that he makes you holy by the very word of God that calls you to this faith. 
It is not by my own human reason or strength, but it is the Holy Spirit who has called me by the gospel. How are you holy? By the very word of God that has called you by the gospel, where the Holy Spirit, by this very word, has created faith in you. Faith comes by hearing, hearing the words of Christ. Romans 10, 17. And there, um, by the work of the Holy Spirit, we are made holy, that is, uh, brought and gathered and enlightened by his gifts um, and um, kept in the one true faith, all by the Lord and his word through the power of the Holy Spirit. This is who your God is. He created you, he redeemed you, and he called you to this faith. Boom, boom, boom. Not spaghetti, spaghetti, rabbit trail, rabbit trail, rabbit trail. It's something like this, it's something like that. And we get twisted, we get knotted up, and, and it just goes in so many different ways. Boom, who is God? Boom, creation, redemption, sanctification. This is what, at the end of the day, the mercy of our Lord, His grace, His peace. He is the actor and doer. Who is God? He does all things. Don't you see? There's nothing about you in here, but this is God for you. You do not create yourself. You do not redeem yourself. You do not decide and choose the Lord, but rather He calls you in this one true faith by the very word. Now, why is this, as I said earlier, why is this bullseye of great assurance? Because the creed shows us clearly who is in the driver's seat and who is doing the work for you and me. Trust me, spaghetti becomes about this. And I always talk about this in Bible class. Spaghetti will soon become this. Man making his assent to God. Rather, the creed turns that upside down, and here we see God descending down to man because... Not only can we not ascend to the Lord, but because of his mercy, grace, and peace, he sends us his Savior, Jesus Christ, to be our Savior. Right? And daily we live in the creation of our Lord as he provides for us. Daily we live in the redemption uh, that the battle has been won and the triumphal victory over his, uh, uh, by his death and resurrection we live, right? And are forgiven of all our sins. And, and daily we, we are led by the Spirit uh, who has made us holy by this very word of the gospel. Right? Bullseye is important. When you're playing archery, what happens? You're always aiming for the bullseye because you know that, well, that's where you want to be, right? And this is where Christ brings to us. He brings to us, by his very word, the Holy Scriptures, to that bullseye, right? We're not searching in this uh, we're not searching in our heartstrings. We're not searching out in the clouds. We're not searching out, uh, trying to figure out who our God is in this spaghetti life existence, uh, but rather because of the creed, as it shows us, boom, bullseye, this is who we are. At the end of the day, when someone asks you, boom, this is where you go. At the end of the day, uh, when you and I take our last breath, boom, this is where we rest and know full well who our God is as we live under his merciful, gracious, and under his peace as his children. So repeat it, remember it, memorize it, recite it, confess it on Sunday, uh, teach your children, don't force them to memorize it rather, 
Speak it to them every single day, every single day. Soon they will memorize, soon they will remember, and soon they can uh, remember, well, who is my God? Boom, go to the creed. Boom, right? There's no need to go to the spaghetti life anymore. Boom, creed. This is, this is why we uh, have this creed. It's so valuable, friends. Right? I can't tell you, right? And all, as we go through this class in the next couple of weeks, I'll show you the wavelength, as I always talk about with the Lord's Prayer, and, and even with the creed, the wavelength is very important in how we apply this. But remember, boom, bullseye, today, intro, it's all about the bullseye. It's all about the bullseye. It's all about the what? Yes, bullseye, right? This is who you are. You are shaped by who God is for you. And simply, you are confessing what he has done for you in this bullseye life. Not spaghetti life, bullseye life. Not man to God, but rather God to man. This life, as he has shaped you, as you are simply confessing what he has done for you first. Let us pray. Dearly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your word. Bless us, O Lord, um, in who we are under your gracious and eternal care. Lord, lead us uh, always Um, as you are the Lord of creation, redemption, and sanctification, and grant to us the wisdom of this faith um, to be led by your spirit of truth. Lord, thank you uh, for all that you do and continue to do for us. Thank you, O Lord, for your redemption, for your forgiveness, for Jesus. We pray all this in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. All right, friends. Uh, Thank you for joining me. If you have missed the section, please replay, turn back the clock, click, click, click. Use it. Use it, use it, use it. We'll see you next week. Love you all. Praying for you all. This is Pastor Jung here at Faith Lutheran Church in Marlboro Park, California. Until then, have a wonderful day. God bless you all. Adios. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to these Small Catechism Live devotions. We hope this helps you as you continue to grow and study the Bible. For more information about Faith Lutheran Church, visit us online at faithmoorpark.com.